Welcome to Heart, Hustle, and Humor, a show for dedicated, hardworking, fun entrepreneurs and business owners who want to build a business bigger than their own satisfaction. We all know heart got you started, hustle made it happen, and humor got you through it. This is the only place you can get inspired and motivated by my guests who are using the trifecta of heart, hustle, and humor in their business. It's time to dream higher. Today's episode is brought to you by Kaleidoscope Media Services. Kaleidoscope Media Services helps professionals scale their business by adding digital products for success. I'm your host, Dr. T. Welcome to another episode of Heart, Hustle, and Humor. Today, I have Jennifer Brazer. Now, what I love when I talk to Jennifer getting ready for this, and, and I've known Jennifer for a year, few years, my business partner has known her for longer, but, but here's what I know about Jennifer. She is a total empowerment nerd. Now, now Jennifer, we're going to talk about that in a minute, but, but I also have to tell a little bit about you. So Jennifer is the CEO of Complete Controller. She is a huge proponent of financial literacy. This is her basis of everything she does for businesses that you have financial literacy. She's also the author of a book called The Cubicle to Cloud, How to Start and Scale a Professional Service Business. And, and Jennifer and I have a lot to talk about because we're both in that business of helping people scale. She has a community called FC2C. Uh, wow, I bet you that stands for From Cloud to Cubicle Community. So we're going to get to that piece too. But Jennifer has created her company 13 years ago because she is all about cloud-based accounting. And she's actually the first one that created a cloud-based accounting service in the U.S. And it serves small business trusts, busy households within a total virtual environment. And we know today that virtual environment has become so important. She has served on multiple, multiple advisory boards, and she has mentored others who have followed in her footsteps. I love that. She Here's her belief that the foundation of success, and I have to read this, Jennifer, because I want to make sure I get this right. She believes that the foundation of success is built upon one important tenet. You have to give it away to keep it. Jennifer, welcome. Thank you so much, Teresa. Dr. T, I love you, and I'm so happy to be on this show. Well, this is going to be fun. And, and uh, you know, the, the humor, the hustle and the heart. And I, I only have guests on that use that those three things to really run their business. But but I want to talk to you first about about um, about your heart. And, and I have many listeners who are dog lovers. So tell us why you talk about your oh, um, 13 year old Labrador and why that is um, and why. And I don't know if it's a she or he. I'm telling you, but you're going to have to tell us is the best example of how to treat people. You know, I mean, my little Nico, oh, his name is Nico and he's my boy. Aww. And, you know, I got him right when I started the company Complete Controller. And so I was working from home primarily and he would be by my side 
And I was so lucky because when you have a small puppy, you know that like you need to catch them doing the thing wrong the minute they're doing it wrong and fix it right away, just like a young child or a new employee or a customer, right? Catch it quick, reroute them to what they're supposed to be doing, and then you can maintain that relationship. Well, my little pup grew up with the company and he's been with me all these years and now he's an old man and he, you know, has arthritis and all that. But one of the things that Nico's always done is really show unconditional love. You know, there's a joke about if you put your dog and your wife in the trunk, which one's happy to see you when you open it up? But the truth is, I know it's not awful, (laughs) but the truth is dogs can show unconditional love, right? And I think that when, when it gets thick and you start to wonder what you're doing and you're stressing out and you don't know if you're going to get that outcome that you're looking for and you're fully invested and you're tired, which we all, I think, can recognize because such is the life of an entrepreneur, right? The dog reminds me to stop and put it into perspective because he lives in the moment. He is right in the here and now. And right now, everything's okay. Take a deep breath, push the reset button. It's all going to be okay, right? Absolutely. And and I know because my little puppies, man, they're, they're a year old now, but, but just when you walk in the door, they get happy and it does, it reminds you that everything we do in business, it's, we're we're doing it because we're passionate about it, or we, we, we did it for a reason. And why, why did you really start your business? What, what was it that you said, I've got to do this? Well, there were a couple of different reasons. First, my personal reasons, which were the three teenage girls that I had living at home as I was driving out to serve clients every day on an hours for dollars type of model. Yeah. And that wasn't working for me anymore because there's that guilt that you get when, you know, you're with the kids and you're like, man, I'm with my kids and I'm going to shut out the clients and then they need something and you're not there for them or vice versa. And you're living this constant guilt. So it's not like work life balance. It's like no matter what you do, you're wrong to somebody. Right. So that I wanted to get out from under. And and I knew that at a soul level, that was Mm -hmm. one of those things that I just knew deep inside that I wasn't going to have that satisfaction in my career until I could stop having to make that choice between the two and at least be able to make it without having to feel bad about it. I guess I guess that's what I should say. And then um, and then. There's the other side of it, which was the clients that I serve have always been small business. Uh, Some would be mid-sized cusp, but but they really fall strongly into that small business um, sector. And one of the things with small business is that they're out there, they have the fire, they have the passion, they will put every dime and every minute into their business but they don't have the same level of support structure out there as mid-sized businesses do. And I felt like the small businesses were basically like, you want to do your accounting, do it yourself. 
You don't like it, hire your CPA for mm-hmm. $250 to $400 an hour. You know, these are your options, right? Yep. So yep. either you have a plumber doing your accounting because that's what you are, or you're right. paying way too much for it and getting it after the fact. So you're not using it to manage your business anyway. Yeah. And so when we talk about financial literacy and empowerment, when you can have an expert actually do a good job on your bookkeeping and actually tell you how your business is performing, you are so empowered. You know that next decision to make, right? But it had to be affordable. I had to be able to bring it to the market at a price that worked. And so that was the passion that drove the model I chose for Complete Controller. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, you, you talk about uh, about it being affordable. You talk about us as, you know, people who are small businesses. Sometimes that financial piece is the thing that people ignore the most, but yet it can be the most empowering piece of your business because it helps you make your decisions next. Yeah. It, it also helps you, you know, in our company at, at Kaleidoscope Media Services, we talk a lot about what you were mentioning about the time for money, right? We only have so many minutes in the day. Mm-hmm. So if you're out there consulting, you know, you only have so many minutes and it's about how do you leverage different technology or different services so it isn't mm-hmm. that exchange money That's for right. time, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You got to get away from that inventory equation and you have to mm-hmm. create something that you can monetize based on value. And we've been talking about this for years. The accounting industry has to talk about something for about a decade before they start to do it. <laughs> Marketing is your specialty. Thank heaven for people like you because you guys kind of lay the groundwork and you're like, come on, everybody. It's okay. It's safe out here, you know. Right. But right. accounting is a different bear. And and then they have all these, you know, irrational reasons why it won't work. And and one of the things that one of the reasons why I wrote from Cubicle to Cloud is that in my industry, and I'm noticing by helping other small businesses that specifically for professional service businesses, they have a real hard time pulling themselves out of that hours for dollar role, that yes. primary, you know, right contact right. role and developing a model where other people or systems can deliver the work but they can maintain the quality at a standard that they desire and they can deliver the type of work that they are branding for so that their clients are getting exactly what they would get working directly with them and more by developing this new model. And virtualization is really the key to it because otherwise, if you're serving individuals or you're serving small businesses, you'll price yourself out of the market. Mm-hmm. So, so you got to go get an investor that has millions and millions of dollars and is willing for you to be not profitable, you know, for five to 10 years, years. Until starts to come together. Right? right. Or you have to develop a model that doesn't depend on all of that overhead and really allows your resources to go in other places. 
And there are so many advantages to virtualization, which everyone is finally realizing because of COVID, right? <laughs> All of the well, it, I, I, yes. to do. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, you know, we have, you know, for years, we've been talking about going into the e-learning industry and, you know, we've, we've helped people over the last, you know, few years that we've been doing this, but we really saw people start to understand that they have intellectual capital and we're helping them convert that intellectual capital into these digital products. And so we do the intellectual capital, you do the financial literacy piece, and this really does free up time for people to go out there and do what they do and, and do what they love. Right. And, and for, for us, you know, the, the whole e-learning and community is really a revenue generator or a lead generator so that you can get more leads so that they can have you take care of all their their wealth and, and manage it. Right. But but let's talk a little bit about this community. The the um, it's the F, FC2C community. And we truly believe that community is the future because people want to interact with each other. And, you know, we talk a lot about it, the passion economy. So what are you doing in the community and why did you decide to, to start this community? Yeah, you know, my brand manager is fabulous. And she really, you know, talked to me about rather than just focusing in on all of the ideas in the book, what if we were to expand and incorporate other people's ideas and also their struggles and create a space for them to have a conversation, you know, um, bounce ideas off of each other. There's no one right way and no one has all of the answers. Right. And so I love what you said about community because we need that mentorship. We need those associations. And, and I don't know about you, but with COVID and, and this all last year, I feel really disconnected. I don't have my, you know, NABO meetings to go to. I don't have my local entrepreneurial meetings to go to. I'm not going into CPA firms to do presentations because, you know, everyone's working at home and it's not practical. You can't do that right now. And so to be able to build a virtual community, is so empowering because now we can still have those conversations. People can still present their ideas and their questions right. and others can, can bat it around and, and have some fun with it. And it builds knowledge. I love that. It builds knowledge. That's exactly what it is. It's like-minded people coming together with things that they need help with. But boy, the collective voice is much bigger than just the one voice. Yes. And that's what communities are doing for us. They're creating a collective learning. So I, I'm loving, I'm loving that. Let, let's talk a little bit about the hustle. Now, you've been in business for 13 years and over 13 years, it changes. How you started to have to hustle to build that business is different now than what you're hustling. But, but what does hustle mean to you when it comes to business? Man, that is such a big question. You know, I mean, like you said, at the very beginning, it was, how do I get this bill paid? so that I can stay in business one more day, <laughs> right? You know? I mean, seriously, that hustle and especially, you know, I'm a bootstrapper. So I'm kind of a different breed because I don't, I didn't go out to get investment capital. I didn't give up any of my equity. I wanted to create something that was going to create an annuity for me as an entrepreneur mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. be something that I had control over as it innovated and evolved as I knew that it would, especially it being something that was kind of so cutting edge at the time. 
And so um, I did it on my own. And sometimes, sometimes what hustle looked like was getting a roommate. It was eating ramen noodles. You know, it was working at 14 hours. Done that. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it was sharing a car with my husband and mm -hmm. my teenage daughter who um, didn't treat it well. <laughs> By the way, mental note, buy the teenage daughter a junker. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and it was learning these lessons as I went. And, and I think that one of the big things is to not get discouraged. And I remember that there was a moment in my hustle in those earlier years when I was just, I was hitting that wall where I would get clients and then I'd lose some clients and then I'd get some clients and I'd lose some clients. Now, mind you, I started this business in 2007. What happened in 2008? Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I was starting to feel it by 2009, 2010, my small businesses were starting to feel the effects of the recession and they were starting to say, Hey, maybe I should just do this myself. Right. And so I was at this weird place where attrition, you know, was, was matching acquisition and, and I was, I was just flat and, and, you know, I have this faith that um, my God or the universe or whatever higher power you believe in, you know, my God was going to provide for me that yeah. I would always yeah. be provided for it. It always happened in the past. Whenever I looked back, you know, it had always happened. So I had that, that level of faith. Right. But then what I did is I started to doubt and I started to think, you know what, this is kind of BS because yeah, I'll be provided for, but that's not all I want. I want to build some wealth for my family. Yeah. I want to have to not worry about it for half a second. Right. I want right. to lay my head on the pillow at night and know that I'm going to be okay. You know, yeah. I want to be able to retire someday. These, these are really like what I'm shooting for. I'm not just shooting for survival. I didn't, right. I didn't just do all of this work just to survive. I remember yeah. being really upset and feeling like it wasn't going to get past that point. And then having my family and even a couple of employees, because we were working out of my home at the time telling me, Jennifer, like this thing is big. Like this is going to happen. You have great people working with you. You work your ass off. You know, it's going to happen. Yeah. And so that hustle sometimes means that you just have to have somebody remind you to keep doing it because it'll wear yeah. you down. Right. Uh, absolutely. And, and I think, I think, you know, time is the enemy, of course, right? When you're building a business, because each day you feel like I just, I, I'm, I'm pushing, I'm pushing, I'm pushing. And so many people uh, it, it is, is across the, the board. I mean, across the nation, people build businesses and then they realize they are in it. They're, they're just surviving. And we are on a mission with, with Kaleidoscope Media Services to help a hundred thousand businesses grow and scale really and create some sustainability through digital products, right? The e-learning, the communities, the membership sites, working with you for, with our clients, you know, and really creating something because we don't want businesses just to survive. We want them in there really working. And, and so that, that hustle has to happen in different ways. And, and I know as you started to move in writing your book, I, I know what it takes to write a book. I, I've written a book. I'm getting ready to uh, write my second book here. And it takes a lot of hustle, right? And, and why did you choose to do it? I mean, from, from cubicle to cloud, what, mm -hmm. what motivated you? You know, it was that time. 
Yeah. It was that time where, yeah. you know, and, and we all kind of have that moment where we just feel it in our soul. Right. And it's like, it, it's time to give it away. It's time yeah. to share what I know. It's time to be the wise woman, you know, and, and for so long, you're the new entrepreneur and you're hustling and you're just nose to the grindstone and you're sucking in everything that your mentors are yeah. telling you. Right. And then you're in the, in, you know, you're in it and, and you're working it and, and you go through that period of, of developing the foundation and fine tuning everything. And, you know, everything's nice coming yeah. together. And then the time happens when you realize I've created something really cool and I've, I've had to bend traditional models. I've had to break through constraints. I've had mm -hmm. challenges and it is time to let others know what those were so they can a identify and not have to feel bad about their own challenges. B use my ideas to springboard their own innovation and take this whole thing to the next level and see, because I'm not so worried about my competitors finding out what I did anymore. I'm not, you know, like it doesn't matter. It means more to me to help the community yes. and, yes. and you know, than it is to like hold my secrets tight and make sure that no one ever finds out how we did it. At first, that was important. Yeah. But now it's about empowering other people because that's really where I get off. I love that. I've always right. been that teacher type. I love seeing that look in someone's face when they're like, oh, you just said something that made me think of something mm -hmm. that I'm going to go do right now. And I'll let you know how it goes. Right. 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 Oh, nothing better. It's that moment. It, it's like that little nugget, that just that little piece right there. All of a sudden you go, Oh yeah, this is why I'm doing it. This yes. is why I'm doing it. But, yeah. but don't you find that sometimes, you know, we put things out there, like you put out, you know, you, you, you set an intention. You said, I'm going to write this book 13 years ago. I'm going to start this business. And then you put things out to the universe, whatever you, your belief is, like you were saying, you mm -hmm. put it out there. And sometimes it comes in such quiet moments. I, I know I've sat there and thought, oh, I'm doing exactly what I put out there. This is fantastic. You know, you sort of expect the, and it doesn't really happen, right? <laughs> the sun rays coming out yeah, of the sky. Yeah. The angel, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like that build up. So, so yeah. what's the premise of, you know, cubicle to cloud? I mean, mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the title is very catchy, by the way. It's like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm in a cubicle and now I want every, I don't want to be there anymore. I want to have freedom. <laughs> yeah, you can thank my publishers for that. <laughs> of course. You know, um, it's about getting, it's about breaking through traditional model constraints. It's about giving people permission to look at their business a different way and try different things. And at the end of every chapter, I have what's called pen to paper where I ask some provocative questions to try to get the reader to apply my experience that I just shared with them in the chapter to what they're trying to do or in the midst of doing and get them to kind of think about it differently. And my whole thing is if you could abandon what your stakeholders think, what your customers think, what your colleagues think, and you could do it the way you want to do it, what would it look like? 
right? Because we're so creative. We're not business owners because we're not creative. I mean, these are our babies, right? This is like, we're growing these businesses up and, and you have to be creative. You have to be strategic. You have to be a problem solver or don't go into business. I promise you, you won't like it. Right. (laughs) Right. So this is about kind of getting those creative juices flowing. And so in my writing, I share my experiences and then what we do at Complete Controller. And then I ask some provocative questions to get them thinking, if that doesn't work for them, fine. But what does, you know, what is your formula? What's your recipe, you know, and, um, and get them thinking outside of the box and thinking virtually because virtual is a whole nother world than brick and mortar. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Brick and mortar. I'm in the office. I can walk through the office. I can feel the pulse. I know if the sales team is, you know, making a ruckus. I know if I can hear the keyboards going, you know, you can feel the energy, you know, who's there and who's not right. But what do you do in a virtual environment? How do you feel the pulse of your business? And I really lay out how I feel the pulse in my business and what it takes to get there. Standardized processes so that you can measure KPIs, you know, and all of this and and how you get there, like step by step. How do you create processes? How do you standardize? How do you, you know, encourage your staff? How do you mentor them? How do you maintain quality control? And then how do you measure the KPIs and what KPIs do I use? You know, so I just kind of share my everything so that they can go, okay, all right, I'll take this, this, and this, and then I'll leave the rest, but this will work for me. And now I have a new idea. And then the community is about them sharing it back to us. You know, that mentoring, right? Right. Yes. Yes. That's, that's why I love, that's why I love it. That's why I love you have a community. I I love the, you know, uh, you are at that point where it's, you know, give it away because we do know that people need it. And and, and we hear things at a different level, right? We start out our business. Somebody told us a, a really important key thing about our business and, you know, but, but everything else was going on. And so the way you've stepped it through on your book is, is extremely helpful. And the pen to paper part of your book, I think makes you really drive home some of those ideas and thoughts. And so it, it creates that creativity. So I do like the way the book is, is laid out in that fashion. Um, and of course, storytelling is always important for us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. We love to laugh together, Jennifer. It's just part of what we do. We laugh yeah. by ourselves. We laugh together, you know, and, and, and because it, it, it elevates everything else we're doing. So I want to go back to this, the total empowerment nerd. So why do you call yourself? Why, why do you just know you're that total empowerment nerd? Oh my God. <laughs> so just recently I have revealed to the public that one of my favorite things to do is Legos. What? Okay. So I'm a process girl, right? Yeah. I like, like, I like the book that says, do this one and then do this one and then do this one. And then you look down and it's fabulous. Right. And, and for me, it's a meditation. It's like, it's creating something and I can create it quite quickly and then get back to the work I'm really supposed to be doing. <laughs> And, and I like to garden for the same reason, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's getting out there and like creating something and then you, you get up and you hose it down and you're like, Whoop, ta-da! 
Right? Don't you wish business would go that way? You think of it in the morning and then you create it during the day and then by nighttime, ta-da! Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And and sometimes business is more like you dig the dirt, you put some seeds in it. Sometimes they grow, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they sprout and you're excited and then it dies. But then you just do it all over again, right? And it is that feeling of accomplishment though. Uh, I do, I love that. I love, I love the part of you, you, you've dug up, you've done all this, it's all dirty. And that moment of just washing it all away and making it all pretty is, is I love that. I love that visual, it's so great. I think people have to have that in their lives. I mean, I know for me as a process person, and as an entrepreneur, I have to have something in my life where I feel accomplished, right? Right. I got it done. And then I can get back to the hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's why it's so important to have all three, right? You got to have, you got to have the heart. You got to have the hustle, but, but boy, without the humor part and, and these days, uh, you know, sometimes I just, um, uh, put a virtual coffee together with some of my friends just so we can laugh. I, I, I know that uh, for me, I, I spend a lot of time with my nieces and nephews and I, I got to tell you, they are just the things they do uh, are <laughs> hilarious. And I love sitting there and giggling with them and just, just watching them. And I think that's what we need to do in business. Sometimes we just need to go back to the basics of, just laughing. Yeah, I agree. And, and all of that positive emotion too. I don't know about you, but when I'm doing something relaxed like that and I'm feeling those endorphins and I'm happy, that's when I get those sparks. Those uh, ideas, yes. You know, yes. I always say like, it comes to me in the garden. Why does it come to me in the garden? Because I'm not thinking about it. I'm not trying to solve it, right? I'm not focusing on it. I'm focusing on something entirely different. And that lets my brain solve it subconsciously in a way that isn't beholden to the constructs that I think it needs to follow. Because maybe that's going to solve it in a way that I haven't even thought of yet. But I can't let it do that unless I stop thinking about it. And get out of it. So I think it's so healthy. You have to have those moments. You really do. And I get it. You've got those days where you're working, you know, 14 hours, 16 hours a day. And you have to have those too. But you have to be able to give yourself a break and just enjoy and relax and unplug sometimes and laugh. (laughs) Definitely laugh. Definitely laugh. Well, I am telling you, you have just been, uh, this has been so informative. I know the listeners are out there just taking, uh, if they're driving, they're not taking notes, but boy, they're sure listening. And, and if they're sitting, they're taking great, great notes. Jennifer, how do we get your book? How do we get a hold of you? Yes. So the book from cubicle to cloud is available anywhere books are sold. So uh, you can look it up, Target, Barnes and Noble, Amazon uh, is great. If you're a Prime member, you get free shipping, you know, just go for it. Okay. And, um, and get in there and start digging around. And then when you are and you're like, oh, I wish Jennifer would have told me this, or I have this idea, but I think it's kind of out of the box or whatever, then go to jenniferbrazier.com and fill out the form to sign up to be part of our community. And what will happen is you'll get emails from 
time to time and I'm not a newsletter girl. So I promise you, I will not send you a newsletter. Right. It's all going to be like above the fold stuff. Okay. Just a yeah. quick something yeah. to get you thinking and then hashtag from cubicle to cloud to really join the conversation. And um, I'm thinking maybe some future workshops. I mean, we're going to have some fun with it. So yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, future workshops. I could just so see how this is just so beneficial for, for everybody. So I, I know personally, I, I have your book. I, I've gone through it. I'm going to pick up a couple more and use them as as gifts because I, I think it's so important what the work you are doing, Jennifer. We can all learn from you. We can learn from your book, but we can learn from your business experience. But mostly, I think the takeaway here is the generosity you always show. You've always shown that. And I know that uh, it, it's just, it comes through and, and you, I just want to thank you for being that kind of business owners. And, and I'm excited to, to continue supporting you in any way. What's your last final thoughts for our listeners? Oh, wow. Hmm. Put me on the spot. Huh? I know. I'm telling you, if you are out there and you are not happy with the way that your business is running, Maybe it's felt, it feels like a ball and chain. It's pulling you down. Maybe um, it's not making the money you thought it was going to make. Maybe you need to remodel. Maybe you need to do something different. Let yourself think about that. Even if it's in the privacy of your own mind, think about what it would look like if it looked exactly the way you would have it be in your fantasy of what your business could be. And then start thinking on that and let yourself have license to develop some ideas. Join our community, reach out to people like Dr. T that are willing to support you in that endeavor and make it happen. It is so worth it. When your life looks like your fantasy, You are going to be so happy that you heard this today and that you gave yourself permission to think about it. Jennifer Brazer, the author of Cubicle to Cloud, you could, that was so well articulated. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, this has been another episode of the Heart, Hustle, and Humor podcast. Please subscribe, like us, share with your friends and leave us a review. Continue to dream higher. Until next time. Are you a professional looking to take your business to the next level? If the answer is yes, then I want you to go to kaleidoscopemediaservices.com. Check it out. And if you feel you are ready, then set up a time to talk to me and my co-founder, Laura Neubauer. I'm your host, Dr. T. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave us a review and share this podcast with your friends.